1: this is the retirement ready podcast with president and founder eric peterson of peterson financial group iowa's retirement specialists with an office in west des moines it's time to make sure that you're retirement
0: ready all right eric so let's talk about these essentials uh retirement in general right so should we be planning to be retired for years or decades, because, you know, like my dad didn't live very long in his retirement. My brother didn't live very long in his retirement. So I could easily make that argument for myself and say, well, I'm just going to retire for or plan to be retired for a few years. But what if I'm wrong, right?
2: Right, exactly. You don't want to have to uh, re retire or unretire, I guess. I don't um, want to be broke off. go hard. back to work. Right. Yeah. So a plan for, I mean, when we solve it for folks, when we come in, our software solves to age 100. Now, if you have someone at age 100, everyone looks at it and I'm going to live that long. It's like, well, how do you know? You know, there's medical advances. You know, people kept alive on artificial means. Who knows? But you want to plan for a long a long time because what's wrong if you die too soon but you still have all this money? It's just going to go to your family or people that you care about. There's nothing wrong with passing things on. But running out of money is something that's worse because then lifestyle changes or you have to rely on people that, you know, family members, that kind of stuff, because you're you've run out of money. Yeah. So and some people say, well, I'm decades. just going to work.
0: You know, some say, I'm just going to work forever, Eric. I'm just going to work till I drop. Right. And, and maybe you do. But I mean, you, you've got no idea if you're going to get hit with some sort of illness or something that prevents you from working. Correct. Correct.
2: So in actually in the class, the retirement plan today, we actually put a statistic up there that shows that how many people said they were going to work past age 70. And then how many people actually did. And right. it's like one, a quarter of how many people thought they would because oh, wow. things yeah. can deal them a curveball. Yeah. could be health care or health considerations, right? You're not able to perform. Mm-hmm. Um, could be the position is eliminated, right? Companies are very apt right now to go in and say, okay, uh, who's making the most money? Well, that's typically the older folk. Okay, well, you know, let's uh, force them into retirement and then we'll pay someone younger half as much to do the same work. Right,
0: we got to cut the budget, right?
2: Right, yeah. right. So, I mean, they, they do offers and that kind of stuff. Sure. A lot of big corporations are, are the layoffs typically affect the people that are close to retirement. You know, they kind of push them out the door a little bit sooner. And, you know, I mean, I don't think that's fair, but, you know, there's no loyalty amongst uh, corporations to their employees anymore. And there's not a whole lot of loyalty from employees to corporations because of that. So True. it's kind of a double edged sword. Yeah. Um, so you might be forced into that. So you want to make sure that your plan works. You know, what if you do have a job loss or that's taken away, that source of income is taken away. How do you then retire? And you want to make sure your retirement lasts for as long as you
0: do. Yeah, plan for the longevity and also, you know, just keep some things in mind. And, you know, we were just talking about the story you and I saw for talking about longevity or work until you die. There's this lady that uh, goes out and is lobstering with her son. He's 78 years old. Uh, He still goes to work on his lobster boat. But the funny thing is, is his mom goes with him. She's 101 and she's wow. still lobstering, right? So that's that's before the Great Depression. So she's been doing it since she was seven. And that might be that mentality of I'm going to work until I drop because at this point you kind of can't stop. But that's not going to be the case for everybody. Sometimes you're just not going to physically be able to do what it is that you need to do. So that's one place where you can have those essentials. Make sure that you've got a plan that's going to be uh, help you get there to go through decades and not just years. Another place, right. Eric, is um, Social Security, right? So we talk about it all the time. I know it's we beat this horse, but if you are married, for example, and you just walk into it and just turn it on without doing a strategy for the two of you, you could be doing both of you a disservice. And this is a lot of money we're talking about, or potentially.
2: Yeah, it's a big, it's a big part of people's um, retirement, and you know you want to make sure you get it right. Now you'll hear that there's you know five hundred sixty seven different ways to claim it, and <laughs> each. Each month is a different claim. So 62 and four months is different than 63 and one month. So it's not like there's, you know, you walk in like, oh, what's the secret one? What's the secret handshake to get the most out of it? <laughs> because it all is based on how long you're going to live, right? So if you know when you're going to die, then it's really easy how to claim Social Security. But if you don't, you need to look at a couple of things. One... Your life expectancy and health, you know, maybe your family history, that kind of stuff. The difference in benefits between the two spouses. Let's say your spouse has a low benefit, right? Maybe you want them to turn theirs on early. They can turn on their own benefit, wait for you to turn on your benefit. And when your benefit opens up, your spouses will bump up because they always get the greater of two things, either 100% of their own or 50% of yours. And then if you let yours go longer and then you pass away, which statistically speaking, males pass first, um, then your spouse has a larger benefit for that they'll get because they'll get the higher of the two benefits at death. So you never want to claim it in a vacuum. You know, just look at the raw numbers. Okay, well, if I live to 90, I'm going to make all this extra money. True. But you also missed out on this extra money if you might have claimed it sooner. So. You want to claim as part of a plan. So one of the first things we do when folks come in is we do a Social Security analysis. And we, we you know put in their benefits. If they don't have their benefits, we can log on to Social Security's website and get them real quick through the retirement estimator. It's pretty darn accurate. It's best if you go in and get your actual uh, sheet, you know, that that uh, benefit um, summary that shows all the wages that you've had over all these years, that kind of thing. And then plug it in and play with it. You know, say, okay, yeah, we, we take it now. Versus taking at full retirement age, or take it at the primary, which the software will solve, which is typically seventy, but could be uh, sooner depending on on uh, other factors. But the one thing about Social Security, people don't realize, is that it's more tax efficient. Um, Social Security is than taking distributions from a four hundred one k or IRA. Wow! Because distributions for qualified plans are one hundred percent taxable. Social Security may not be taxable depending on other income sources that you have, and if it is taxable, the max is only eighty five percent. So you have 15% of it that's tax-free. So that's a little bit extra money that way. And Social Security only passes to a spouse. It doesn't pass to your children. Your assets can pass to your children or people that you care about or entities that you care about. So sometimes there's a concept around burn rate. Whose money do I want to burn through? Do I want to burn through Social Security and use less of mine or use a lot of mine waiting for Social Security to get bigger?
0: Right, and that's right? that strategy, right? You've got to think that Right, that's, that's why
2: brilliant. you want to, yeah, that's why don't claim it without a plan. Mm-hmm. Get yep. the plan look at the different strategies, and then make a determination that's best for your plan.
0: Exactly. So we're talking about these income planning essentials. And so there's really kind of just these three biggies that I wanted to bring up, Eric. And it was, you know, have a plan for longevity for decades in retirement. Don't just turn on Social Security because you think the government owes you and you just want to do that like a lot of folks do. Have a strategy, especially if you're married. And then don't forget inflation, especially now. I think you know, we're obviously starting to pay more attention to this again because we've been seeing it over the last few months and it's not going in away anytime soon, regardless of I think what you know is being said. I think you know our wallets are telling us differently, right? It's just not gonna right. be the same.
2: And it's easier to deal with inflation while you're working because you're getting, you know, raises and cost of living increases and promotions, those kinds of things. When you retire, now you're on, quote, unquote, a fixed income, you feel inflation a little bit more because now you got to take a little more out, right? Charging. Oh, this year my expenses went up, okay? So what we do in our class, I always ask this. So think about this if you're driving or, or hearing this on a podcast, what have you. Think about how much you paid for your first house, okay? You got that number in your head. Now think about what you paid for your last vehicle, okay? <laughs> Now, did you ever think when you bought your first house that the vehicle that you park in that house might, for some people, it might be more than what they paid. might be half Mm -hmm. as much as what they paid. The thing is that that, that's inflation. Now, in retirement, you're typically not switching houses and cars very often. Maybe cars, maybe you lease them, something like that. But that's mean things are going to cost more tomorrow than they do today. The whole thing about inflation is that you need to grow your money. Everyone wants to be safe in retirement with their dollars because they don't want to give up a bunch because if you lose... You lose 15%. Well, on a million-dollar portfolio, that's $150,000 of money. Yeah, Okay? What can you do in retirement with $150,000? Okay? So now it's about lifestyle, but you still need to grow because you have to have purchasing power down the road, which means you need more dollars because of inflation. So the fine balance between growth and protection in retirement, and that's really the secret sauce. How do you get there? Well, we know how to get there. We help a lot of people <laughs> get there very comfortably. So if you want to see what it's like, if you want to see a retirement plan look like and then look at the tools that could help you, then give us a call and come in and meet with us. Go through the Retirement Readiness Review. It's not going to cost you anything to do that. We make it complimentary. It's very comprehensive. Of course, it's customized to you. And see if, if you have any issues, see if we're the right people to fix them for you. You know, If not, hey, you're going to know what they are and maybe you fix them on your own, right? We're not going to browbeat you or do any voodoo magic on you to get you to become a client because we want to build relationships but the first way you do that is to demonstrate to you how we view retirement planning okay and see if it meshes with what you have and most people that come in are very surprised about the process that we go through how easy it is to understand right so do yourself a favor do your retirement a favor and just pick up the phone give us a call 515-226-1500 and come in for the retirement readiness review you'll be very happy that you did